episode two, three, five. Late night internet marketing. This week on the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast, I'm going to address a serious question that I get at least once a year. How can you make money fast? And specifically, how can you do it in 2022? All this and more on the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. The Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. You've been working for somebody else. But you want a business to run yourself. You want to know how to start and where to begin. Can you get out your comfort zone, my friend? Yes, you can do it right when it's late at night. At the end of the day, your dreams burning inside. So keep it up and you will find that you're building your business one now, broadcasting late at night from a little studio in the big state of Texas, your host, Mark Mason. Hey, 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 how is everyone doing? I am your host, Mark Mason, and I'm coming to you from the little studio in Dallas, Texas, where it is incredibly hot. We are experiencing a heat wave down here in Dallas, Texas. And I know you people in Arizona or Las Vegas or wherever you are out there west of me, you think it's hot where you are, but your heat, as they say, is a dry heat. Down here in Texas, it's outright hot. And so I'm in the cool here in the so cool blue lit studio here in Dallas, Texas. And I'm coming to you not just on audio like I have for years and years, but also on video. So if you're on the audio channel, check us out over at latenightim.com forward slash YouTube, and you can see the video version of this production with my smiling face. And if you're watching this on video, be sure and subscribe down below and check us out over at latenightim.com forward slash podcast to subscribe to the audio show. All right, with all that out of the way, let me tell you that this is a question that I get at least once a year, and usually it's a pretty serious question. And one of the things that really bugs me about the question is not the question itself, but the way I see this question being answered all the time online. Someone will raise the question somewhere online, hey, I need to make some money fast, how do I do that? And some talking head guru will answer, oh, it's affiliate marketing, or it's drop shipping, or it's reselling retail arbitrage on Amazon, or whatever the answer is. This drives me a little bit crazy because I really believe it's true with most things in life, but especially with these very personal questions, that you can't give a good answer to someone on a question like this unless you ask some questions. And one of the questions you need to be asking is, how much money is it that you're trying to make? If you need to make $10,000 a week, that answer is going to be a lot different than an answer where you might need to make $10,000 in an entire year. Big difference in the things that will work to make a whole lot of money or make a little bit of money. And on top of that, do you need this to be really fast? I mean, are we talking about, I got to pay the mortgage next week, or can this be a slow burn that starts out at a reasonable level and grows over time? 
Is this a thing where you want to trade time for money? Or do you want to build a business that will eventually let you leverage and leave your day job? All of these questions, what lifestyle impact can this job have? Do you have a day job? Do you have a job at night? Do you need to be able to work at night? Do you have to stay home because you have kids? Or can you go out? All of these things bear on to the answer that people will give. And I encourage people who are wanting to make money of some kind as a side hustle or whatever to first do a little bit of lifestyle design. What's realistic? What's sustainable? How urgent is the problem? How much money do you need? I think that's a really important part of this equation. And if the person who's helping you and is answering this question for you of how you can make money, if they haven't asked you those questions, they're not answering the question for you. And a lot of times they may be answering, giving you the answer that's in their own best interest. So let me tell you a little bit more about what I'm thinking about, because what we find is that people that need to make a little extra cash, and there are more and more of us every day, and I suspect with the way the economy seems to be tending, that there will be even more of us that need to make a little extra money online each week or each month to make ends meet. And I think that's really the first question. Does your solution need to be online or not? Because after all, if you need to make some more money right now, really, you can actually drive down to the Amazon Fulfillment Center in your area, sign up and go to work delivering Amazon or go to work delivering for Uber or driving for Uber. Those solutions don't work for everybody. You may not have reliable transportation. You may not be in an area where those services are popular enough for you to be needed in that way. But for a lot of people, that gig economy of delivery and getting stuff to where it belongs is working out really well. And I see those services expanding. You know, it started with Amazon, and now we see all kinds of services around the delivery of food and lots of competition for drivers in that space. And we're starting to see that expand even further with these favor type services where they'll go do any errand for you that you need done. It's really a very straightforward and simple matter to get those things accomplished. You just pick up the phone and call your driver and they go to pick up your prescription or whatever it is that you need done. So real opportunities there for you if you need to make money now. But for a lot of people, I think the question is more complicated. It's like, well, I don't want to be out of the house every night, or I don't feel safe driving for Uber, or whatever the situation is, I want to do something from home. And I think when you say that you want to do something from home, a lot of times the answer is going to have something to do with online business. Now, it may be online adjacent. Like you might want to do something from home, like make earrings. I have a friend down the street who has an earring business and she makes those at home. She sells them oftentimes online, but she also goes to craft shows and so forth and sells those earrings. So that's an option. Those kinds of physical products, things can be done from your home. But most of the time, People are looking for something that really just takes their laptop or in some cases their cell phone and allows them to work from home in a way that allows them to be there when their children are asleep or whatever and putting in extra time when they have time. For this, I would say there are a couple of really good options that you could consider. The first thing you should consider is if you have a particular skill 
oftentimes it's possible for you to use your skill and make more money doing that than you would doing generic things that almost anyone can do. Simple supply and demand. If you're an accountant, chances are there are online accounting or accounting temp jobs that are in your area of expertise, whatever your accounting area of expertise is, or if it's bookkeeping or something similar, chances are there's something that will work for you in your area of expertise, and that's going to pay a whole lot more than anything that you could do that is more generic that a lot of people could do. If you're a graphic designer, if you are an engineer, there are consulting gigs online that you can do from time to time. Things like that is the first place I would look. And the reason that I encourage you to look at your own areas of expertise is that there's zero startup time because you already know how to do it because after all, it's your area of expertise and it pays more than the average gig because not everyone can do the things that you do. If you're a teacher and you're certified to teach English, for example, you're one of the few people in town that has the qualifications to tutor English at your grade level. And let me tell you something. There are parents out there in your market that are desperate for your skills and will pay you for that. So how would I do those things? If I've got special skills, how would I find work doing those things? Well, if I'm a teacher, I'd set up the simplest website I possibly could using something like Squarespace or Groove at latenightim.com forward slash Groove, which is actually free. And then I'd get the word out on Facebook that I was available for tutoring. And I'd let my students know at my school that I'm available for tutoring. And I'd tell the rest of my teaching team at school that I was available for tutoring. And then I'd do some tutoring. And you have some nice choices now. You can can do tutoring on Zoom and you can do tutoring in person in the school and there's lots of choices that you could have in order to execute that tutoring gig. Or if I were a writer and I had that skill, I would possibly sign up with one of the online writing services where you get paid by the word to write articles on random topics or perhaps adjacent to that you're a proofreader, I'd go to one of the online proofreading services and I'd sign up and start doing gigs. And you can literally be working tonight if that's what you need to do. And you'd be surprised. You know, you say, well, Mark, I might only be able to make 10 or 20 or $30 a day. Let's say you can only make $30 a day. It's $200 a week. That's scaring the heck out of $1,000 a month. So very quickly, these numbers, if you're doing it day in and day out and, and working in that way, they can add up very quickly and make a real difference. You know, car payment, house payment, rent size differences in your life. Uh, so I think those are all really viable options. And these options are simple to find. All you really have to do is go on Google and Google the things, online jobs for writing, online writing jobs. These sort of search terms on Google will uncover all kinds of different services where you can bid on jobs and do those jobs and be successful doing that. So that's the first thing I would do is try to leverage your skills because your skills are going to pay more per hour than random skills that anybody can do. For example, if you take a job where you're reviewing products and giving your feedback or answering survey questions. Yes, you can do that. You can make money answering surveys, but that's not a unique skill. Your ability to click a button on a website is not a unique skill that will pay you differentially compared to the rest of the market. So that's exactly what I would do. Now, what are some of the cool places that you can go to find these kind of opportunities? Well, there are 
thousands of niche-specific designed places where you can go to do different things that are specific. For example, there are very specific proofreading services online. If you wanted to be a proofreader, let's say you're really good at English, you love reading stuff and making corrections, you're a red marker, yellow highlighter sort of person, there are proofreading services online. You can just go sign up to be a proofreader at those services and they'll onboard you and get you going and you can be proofreading for money in a matter of hours. On the other hand, if you are looking for some more general ideas, one of the things that you can do is peruse these sites that do gigs, that are part of the gig economy. Two of my very favorites are Upwork.com. And on Upwork.com, you can hire some more technical sort of higher-end people to do everything from programming to writing to graphics design. And it's really a large array of things that you can do on Upwork.com. That's a great place to start looking even for ideas of things that you might do. You know, I often find that people don't even realize what all their skills are. They take their own skills for granted. They know they're good at interior design or coloring or whatever, but they take that for granted because that's just a skill they have. They don't realize that there's a market for these things. So one thing I like about going to a place like Upwork.com is that it gives you ideas of things that you might do. Then, of course, the second place you can go for ideas about what to do is Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, where there's zillions, literally zillions of different kind of gigs going on there that are everything from crazy to really normal and mundane. And what's cool about Fiverr is not only are there $5 gigs and $10 gigs, but now there's Fiverr for Business where there's some serious professional end resources there on Fiverr. And again, you may not end up working with Upwork or Fiverr, but that's going to give you the ideas that you need to search for something that you really want to do. And you know, nothing's forever. If you try a proofreading gig and you don't like it, well, that's a, kind of the beauty of it. You do it for a couple of weeks, it doesn't work out, it doesn't pan out, and then you go try something else. But I will tell you, on these services, usually when you start making the really good money is when you've done some gigs, probably for less than the average gig price, you get great reviews, you over-deliver, you get five-star reviews, and then you can win higher-paying gigs later. And so the more experience you have, the more people are willing to pay. And the better your reviews are, the better gigs than you can land, and the more times you'll get selected. So I want to encourage you to stick with it long enough to understand whether it's for you, particularly because these things tend to be more lucrative the more time that you spend doing them. And then the other thing that I will say is when you're trying to decide what to do, it's really interesting to think about whether or not you can extend this and move it from working in your business, proofreading things online, tutoring or whatever, where you're trading time for money to a situation where you're working on your business. So let's take the tutoring example as an example. Let's say that you're tutoring kids in a particular topic. And as you do the tutoring, you make note of the most common things that kids ask you and your explanation. 
And let's say you start to see the same questions over and over and over again. Well, obviously, if the small sample of kids that you're tutoring has those questions, you can bet that the rest of the world has those exact same questions and that they absolutely need the exact same material. You can create a blog, you can create a YouTube channel, and you can monetize that. You're doing the thinking already. You're doing the work to some extent already. And what we're talking about here is you have a tutoring client, they ask you a question, you think, oh man, that's a really good idea. Maybe it's as simple as after the student is gone, you get out your iPhone and you record a video. You say, hey, I just had a student in my tutoring practice. They were asking this very common question. The question is this, how long is a piece of string? And here's how I answer the question, how long is a piece of string? Something like that. The student's giving you the ideas, the answers on the tip of your tongue. You make a video, you upload it to YouTube, maybe later you make a course and so on. And as you do that, you transition from trading time for money, working in your business, and you change that to working on your business. So I just want to encourage you, if you've got a situation where you need to make some money, that can feel terrible. And I understand that. And you need to make some money because you don't have enough. There are worse things than that feeling, but that's up there on the list of yucky feelings. I totally get that. But instead of moping around and thinking about all the things that you might do, I want you to take some action. Go search for ideas. Go look at these places like Fiverr and Upwork. Get some ideas about what you might do and take some action. Try some things. Make 20 bucks. Make 100 bucks. See how that feels. See what new ideas that gives you. And pretty soon, before you know it, you'll have a legitimate side hustle. And if you play it right and switch from working in your business to working on your business over time, eventually you might be quitting your day job. My name is Mark Mason coming to you from the little studio in Dallas, Texas. It's been great talking to you today. I'll talk to you soon. You can do it right when it's late at night. You've been listening to the late night internet marketing podcast. Be sure to visit LNIMpodcast.com today to leave feedback for Mark. Download special bonus content, access the show notes, and more. See you there. Until then, go and make some great progress on your internet business. One night at a time. One night at a time. Hey, so this is the after show, the part of the show that a lot of people don't even know is here. It's at the very end. Thanks for sticking around. We're just wrapping here. And I had an amazing experience yesterday. I went to a baseball tryout with my son. We had to take some grounders as part of that tryout. He's a high school baseball player. And you know what you do at a baseball tryout? You try out, you play. And normally in baseball, when you do that, there's a coach standing at home plate that hits baseballs to you and you field those baseballs and you throw them to first base. That's part of the tryout, especially if you're an infielder. So you're standing at shortstop, the ball comes to you, you feel that you throw it across the diamond. A lot of times they measure your throwing velocity with radar. They take a look at your footwork and how that looks. And of course they're paying attention to whether or not you actually catch the ball and how your technique is and so forth. So they're looking and assessing all these things. Normally a coach is hitting the ball to you. This tryout that we went to last night had a thing called fungo man. Fungo man is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Basically it's a machine that can simulate the hitting of a baseball and it shoots it at the player automatically. And they had a recipe 
uh, written for this where every player got eight balls, seven grounders and a pop fly. And the pop fly took the player out of the infield to go retrieve the pop fly. And while the ball was in the air, the next player would get in the ready position. And every seven seconds, a ball was delivered with the fungo man. It's the coolest thing. I got to have a fungo man. I mean, I have no idea what these things cost. I'm afraid to look, but it was incredibly cool programmable ball machine for baseball. Unbelievable. Until next week. Ciao. Late night internet marketing. Hey, it's Mark again. I wanted to tell you one more time about this absolutely free resource that I have for helping people who are trying to get the big picture for internet marketing, actually get started and understand what all their choices are. If that's not you, there's no more content. You can skip to the end. But if you're someone who came to this podcast because you're searching for how to get started online and you just can't cut through all the noise, I get it. That was me in 2007 when I was trying to get started. There were so many people throwing offers at me that I really couldn't even understand what all the different business models were. I couldn't understand how money moved around on the internet and I couldn't really get a grip on what direction I wanted to go in so I could figure out how to move forward. I've created a free video resource for you just for that purpose at latenightim.com forward slash explain. In several short videos, I just explained to you what internet marketing is all about and what online business is all about and the different options that you have for starting an online business. There's nothing to buy there. You just sign up for access and you get the videos just like that. So if that's interesting to you or if you know someone who's in a same situation, send them that link, latenightim.com forward slash explain. And let me know what you think. I'd love to hear what people are thinking that are in the exact same position that I was in more than a decade ago in 2007. In some ways, it seems like yesterday. And in some ways, it seems like an entire lifetime ago. Again, that's latenightim.com forward slash explain. Late night internet